Tim Allen is my fucking hero. This is the grill out. What you what you want? What you what you want? El Jefe Loco, it is early in the fucking morning, and I am joined here with none other than the greasiest bastard I know. It's me, it's me, old Mr. <laughs> Greasy Rick. What's up, what's up? And and all due apologies for having to wait a week, you know, to, to get to get this episode out. Um, there's been a lot going on here, and it's just, it, it's fucked my entire schedule up. Rick, he, you know, he's still saying that the fucking government's after him, so sometimes it's harder to fight, get him out of his trailer. So it's, it, it, can, it can be a pain ta- task. Yeah, it's, it's rough. I'm glad you took the time to, to line the walls with aluminum foil, because my brain is precious, mm-hmm. and as we've learned before, those fuckers they read it, and I got the tin foil, so I'm good. I'm good. Okay, okay, I, I, I did. I had to, I had to come in about six o'clock this morning, put this uh, tin foil all over the room. I do not think the production manager is going to like it, but A, it's going to help Greasy fucking Rick. <laughs> so, let's hop right into this. Tim Allen is my fucking hero because he's just, he's like Mr. Rogers. You wouldn't think that he would have done the things he done in his past and still be the lovable guy that he is now, but hey, shit happens. <laughs> sometimes you gotta deal cocaine you never know yeah sometimes you know you gotta deal cocaine to get through you know it, it it's a it's a rough life but he did looking at him like looking at that mugshot mm-hmm. of Tim Allen like I'm just like the big wow yeah I'm like you kind of look like Geraldo Rivera um and, and like a biker gang like mixed like they're there's mutant spawn and then you got Tim Allen the cocaine dealer and this is the guy that does the grunts on home Improvement. <laughs> <laughs> so and the guy who also played Santa Claus in three fucking movies. Hey, you know, Santa Claus. Santa Claus is a is a I, tough. I, he, he he's a tough man. Yeah, he's a tough son of a bitch. You got you got to be on some fucking cocaine to be you know working twenty four hours straight one day a fucking year. Yeah, but I think I could I could weasel through one day a year. I think I could be all right. I feel like there'd be a lot of like. Red Bulls and pizza in in the back of your oh yeah side. hungry Howie's I would have like a hungry Howie's like pizza oven attached to my shit just cranking out pizzas have little just, elves you fucking back there my hands are I don't give a shit <laughs> keep feeding me feed me you're sitting there sprinkling caffeine all over the rub a little bit more caffeine on my gums I'm I need to get through this night put, put some coke on there put some coke no 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 not Coca Cola some fucking coke. Anyway, let's hop right into it. Alright, Night of Champions was this past weekend. Seth Rollins is in the grill-out talk yet again for fucking up uh, Kane. Well, he did fuck up Kane for fucking up Sting during during their match. Um, Basically, what had happened was he was setting him up for a powerbomb. And instead of just powerbombing him like a normal fucking human being... He picks him up and throws him against the turnbuckle. Really fucking hurting him. Like, I was watching this, and I was like, wait a minute. It's like, okay. I was like, the trainers are out there. This is probably yeah, part of the part action. Of the show. Yeah, you know. No. You were, he, cry, you were crying, and your sting face paint was running off, wasn't no, it? No. Yeah, just my sting face paint was just running. I, I really, I had to go back into the back. Get up! Get up, you beautiful <laughs> bastard! <laughs> but then again, you got to think. Sting... Pr- I don't think Sting's wrestled. The only time he's wrestled was at WrestleMania. 
Mm-hmm. And I think it was like two or three years before that on TNA that he had actually been I'm in I'm telling the you, ring. he's an old fucker. WWE he needs to make a fucking just a senior ring where they let the old fucks wrestle. And that's where Sting needs to go. He can go be a champion. He can fight Ric Flair <laughs> and the rest of the old fucks. I don't think Ric Flair can even be in there. Uh, Ric Flair needs to be in like the super old fuck league. <laughs> Ric Flair is just like, nope. Nope, not going to happen. But no, that's the third. That's the third person that Seth Rollins has injured within the past. Uh, I think since his title run started, yeah. that's the third person he's injured. He broke John Cena's nose. He broke Kane's ankle. Which at the end of Night of Champions, Demon Kane came out. I fucking hate Demon Kane and Corporate Kane. I hate that fucking. The Demon Kane came out. All right, fucking Sheamus was trying to cash in the Money in the uh. Bank. He's trying to tell him to fucking... Uh, uh, t- <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay. He was trying to give, uh, tell him to, you know, tombstone, do another uh, choke slam on him so he can really... Oh, win. Yeah, so he could win. Kane said, fuck you, and choke slammed him, and then he tombstone Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, okay, I give it to him. That motherfucker went through some shit that night. Uh. I mean, he went through two matches. He got AA'd, which is also known as the FU, he got AA'd like three, four times. Mm-hmm. He got stinger splash, stinger death drop, you know, the the, the sharpshooter and all, everything on him. He got tombstone. He got choke slam. This motherfucker went through some punishment <laughs> the, the other night. And, you know, Kane came out there and done all that. He uh, Seth Rollins had broken Kane's ankle yeah. two months prior, you know, and now he's fucked up Sting. Where do you start to draw the line? Because I'm telling you, WWE's gone this way before. Legend Killer, when Randy Orton was just punting old fucks in the head. That's what I, that's what <laughs> I'm sitting here honestly thinking. Because he's broken John Cena's nose. They're just and, I, and before you John Cena haters start fucking jumping. All right, calm the fuck down. Okay, John Cena's done some shit. Yeah. Okay, within the past ten years. Yeah. Fifteen time world champion. I mean, he's a badass. He wears jorts. Yeah. You know, you, you can't. You gotta trust a man in the jorts. We, I know he is basically another reincarnation of Hulk Hogan, but he's this era's Hulk Hogan, and you can't argue with the, with the success that he's had. Yeah, a- even if he's a giant ass kisser to Vince. I mean, most guys really fucking are. Well, yeah. It, also, you look at the success rate. If you want to be successful and have long term longevity in that in that field, you're going to have to kiss Vince's ass. I mean, they used to have a kiss Vince's ass club. Yeah, who who all kissed Vince's yeah, ass? Yeah, like that, you have, you had Pete Briscoe and all of them out there kissing his ass every week. And yeah, I, I remember that. That was great times. The yeah. ass kiss club. Yeah, it, it it was a little disturbing to be a little kid watching this shit, but watching grown men kiss each other's ass. Yeah, it, I was like, what? In this I is hell? what it means when I grow up. All right, I'm just gonna kiss dude's ass. No big I'm deal. Gonna, I'm just gonna go into the WWE and I'm gonna kiss Vince's ass. Well, look at me now. I am barely twenty. Would you kiss Vince's ass? No. No, not even if he was like, look, I will give you a guaranteed contract plus a million dollar signing bonus. It had to be more than a million dollars because I know he's really? fucking... Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. I'd kiss his ass. Uh-uh. I'd kiss his ass for a million dollars in a guaranteed job. A guaranteed job, yes, but the bonus would have to be more than a million dollars. Really? Yes. So what would it take for you to kiss a guy? I'm not well, asking I, I, because I, I don't I, have that kind I, of money. I don't like where this is going. You've never played this? <laughs> well, I, how, I, much, I, how much it would cost for you to kiss a dude? The kiss of dude. Yeah, on the lips. I mean, I'm not talking like a passionate, like, you know, Just, tongue kiss. Wow. Yeah, I'm talking like, but it can't be like you'd kiss your grandpa kiss either. It'd be like a, it, it a legitimate have, kiss, but no tongue action. It would have to be a good five mil. Five million dollars? Yeah. Puh. 
Man, that's you, in, that's you, in today's you, money. You were you got a expensive taste. I mean, I'm you're an, an expensive I, woman. I'm an expensive. I'm an expensive date. You you're know an expensive that? kisser. I, fuck yeah, I know that. Exactly. Five million dollars. Shit. Five million dollars signing bonus. Oh yeah. That's to kiss his ass or his lips. That's to kiss his ass. What about kiss his lips? You just said you kiss. I, well, I'm not kissing that old fucker's lips. Okay. A good-looking man. What would you cost charge to kiss a good-looking man on the Five lips? mil. Five million. You'll kiss an ass or an old ass or a, a a pretty face for five mil. Yeah. Nice. I do not like the way this is going. <laughs> but no, it, yeah. I, fuck. I, I was sitting there. I, was, I can't remember who it was that was getting ready to kiss his ass, and I was like, "Oh God, please, like fucking low blow him or something." They please. Did, didn't they? It, no, they they oh. kissed his ass, and I was like, "Oh no!" I was like, "This fucking sucks." But, Quick question: Did you watch Raw this week, right? Yeah, I watched. I watched Raw this past week. Why is Randy Orton and Dean Ambrose and them? Why are they all teamed up now? Because. Well, Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns have been... Yeah, they've been together. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they've been feuding with the Wyatt family for the past almost two months. <laughs> and they just, uh, a couple weeks before, a week, I think it was a, a week or two before Night of Champions, they had jumped Randy Orton, mm-hmm. uh, the Wyatt family had outside the ring, because they heard that he was going to team up with, the, with Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose. Well, yeah, Randy Orton's back to kick their ass. Okay. Because I was like, why the fuck are these guys together? Yeah. You know who I fucking love? Hmm. Now that I'm back into watching wrestling, New Day. You like New Day? I fucking love they, New Day. Okay, Big E. Okay, I'll admit, they Kofi. They, they are a good heel team. I fucking love them. I, Xavier Woods, did you see when he came out there and he had his hair straightened? No. Oh my God, he looked like Michelle Obama. I swear <laughs> to God. I am pulling it up now. He looked like Michelle Obama. My, co- my my brother had texted me. He said, "Do we have the Do we have the first lady of the United States on on Raw right now?" I said, "That is Xavier Woods," but he's just he's so annoying about shit. I fucking love him. I I, I fucking love it. It's, I, it's my favorite. If I had to choose two uh, wrestlers, uh, it'd be a diva and a superstar. It'd be of course, Dean fucking Ambrose. Oh, I was completely confused with what this list was going to like entail. Like, because you were like, if I had to pick two wrestlers, I'll pick a diva. And I was like, wait a second, what is he? We just got out talking about kissing guys. Kissing ass. guys. I'm going to find out who he would kiss. So you'd kiss Dean Ambrose for five million dollars. Honestly, no, no, no. I would do it for free. Bring on the titty master. <laughs> So these are your favorite wrestlers, yeah, Dean Ambrose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For right now, it it would be Dean Ambrose and then Becky Lynch. Of course, it would be Becky Lynch. She's hot as fuck. What she's, happened she's, to Paige and them? Paige, because I I dropped, missed out on. She that. dropped she dropped the pipe bomb. She basically tore that entire because Div- Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte is the champion. Charlotte won the Divas Championship. All right, and Paige had just she just fucking ripped the entire Divas Revolution yeah. a new one. Like she didn't even hold back on it. She just said fuck it. Fuck you and fuck everything that you fucking stand for. I'm like, whoa. Like, she went off. She said, the only reason why you got that belt is because of your, who your fucking dad is and everything. She told Becky Lynch, she was like, you are without doubt the most irrelevant one to all of us. And I was like, what the fuck? How dare you talk about my lady like that? Don't you talk about my last kicker like that. <laughs> but, no, yeah, it, it's... It, it, it was... I feel like that they was trying to do what CM Punk done before. Did you hear about the pipe bomb that he dropped? No. 
Oh, he fucking he he broke the fourth wall and everything. Like he was sitting there, he was he went and got the uh, the, the got the mic mm-hmm. and went up to to the top of the stage and just sat down. You know how, how like he'll just cross his legs and he'll sit there. Yeah. And he was sitting there, and John Cena was in in the ring. He just got done. He just got uh, done with the tables match. So he's laying there, fucking already thrown through a table. And well, CM Punk decided to go off. Was sitting there talking about how how The Rock was probably the greatest ass kisser to Vince in the world. How John Cena is not the best in the world. How he's just a great ass kisser to Vince, and this and that. And he was like, you know, he was he was talking about how his contract was, which it really was. His contract was really getting ready to come yeah. up, and he was going to just take the belt and leave. Yeah. All right. Which he did for like half for like. Eight days, and then he came back, which was kind of bullshit. But he's sitting there talking about talking about how Vince, how you know, how Triple H and Stephanie are just a couple of fucking idiots, and then when Vince dies, they're just gonna fuck the entire company up. Yeah, and it, it got intense. You ever get a chance? Get on YouTube and watch it. Yeah, definitely. It it, it, it is fucking intense, and you know, and it, I was watching uh, his documentary about when he was in Ring of Honor and everything. And um, he sat there and he was talking about how when he's got a mic in his hand, it's basically a fucking pipe bomb, and he can he'll he'll say whatever is on his fucking mind. Which CM Punk is a great heel. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I I I like him. I I enjoy his. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Has he had his first MMA fight yet? No, he's no. still he's still straight uh, training. But I don't I don't know. I like I got on his website last night. Because you know, I was just fucking bored. Right? Mm-hmm. I got on there on there last night. He's still selling wrestling merchandise. Oh yeah, yeah. Now you gotta do what gets you paid. Yeah, I mean, I get that, but like, I was just like, wait a minute. I thought you said because he had stated that he hated fucking wrestling. Yeah, he hated it, so he doesn't want nothing to do with it. So I'm sitting there like, what? Okay, yeah, I might just buy a fucking shirt off of you, but it's kind of hypocritical yeah in a way because you're saying you hate wrestling but you're still re- selling your wrestling merchandise like you can go on to the website that, that is selling his stuff and you can buy a pair of CM Punk wrestling trunks will I buy that pair fuck no <laughs> alright I got big fucking legs uh, I had to, if I had to go that I would have to go you know the old Chris Jericho tights alright yeah I would have to go with that I couldn't go with the fucking trunks so no get, fucking you, way your tights over trunks yeah exactly any day of the week. I almost grabbed the other mouse. <laughs> but no, it, it was just different. See? Oh, wow. Yeah. Dude, it, it looks like fucking Michelle Obama. <laughs> he looks like fucking Michelle Obama. He uh, definitely looks really, really different with his hair straight. Oh, yeah. What was that, at Night of Champions? Uh, no, was that, that, Raw? that was on Raw. Like, he was outside the fucking ring brushing his hair. Like, somebody had gotten knocked out of there, and he was just sitting there laying beside them brushing his fucking hair. I love him. I love New Day. Yeah, and then it was trending on Twitter about Xavier Woods' hair. And you know, he he's, he has a PhD, or he's working on his PhD. It's pretty cool. Yeah. He, What's, and, and what? I had I, I, I don't know off the top of my head. I've looked up looked it up before, but I didn't know he's, he's, on, he's working on, or he already has his PhD. Sweet, that's awesome. So, but he, which, I, which also another thing I like, I like how he doesn't like throw it out there. Hey, I have a PhD. Yeah. How many of you fuckers have one? Yeah. I know if I had a PhD, 
people would be calling me Doctor Greasy Rick. That, that uh, I, they would be fucking. I mean, I wouldn't have. I would. I would not let you give me an exam. <laughs> Fuck no. I, people would be calling me Doctor Doctor Rick, old or Esquire. I like the name Esquire too. <laughs> Esquire Greasy Rick. Okay, talking about, <laughs> talking about Ricks. Back on track. <laughs> talking about Ricks, we got Ric Flair, who is hands down one. He is one of the greatest yeah. in professional wrestling. I think you'd be hard pressed to find somebody that would disagree. Exactly, you know. And I stumbled onto this article a couple weeks ago that does not want to fucking load for me. And Ric Flair. There's, you know, it was nine, I think, nine reasons on, on this article that I found on uprocks.com about how Ric Flair, nine more reasons why Ric Flair is the fucking man. Mm-hmm. Number one, he had possibly the most grueling wrestling schedule of all time. The guy would would wrestle 30-minute matches every day of the week, twice on Sunday. Shit. Yeah. You talk about somebody who, who, had, who could go to distance. Yeah. Ric Flair could go to fucking distance. Number two, he partied so hard one time, he killed a guy. Yeah. And it was their... Uh, it was when he was with the Four Horsemen, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It says here in the articles, there's a legendary story of Ric Flair and the Four Horsemen partying all night in Chicago so hard that his limo driver had a heart attack and died that night. Here's, uh, this is from Ric Flair's book. We killed some poor limo driver in Chicago. Not literally killed him, but our hours didn't help. Picking us up at three in the afternoon and dropping us off at eight in the morning. Poor Dave had been driving us around for three days when he had a heart attack and died in his sleep the day after we left. Yeah, he... I remember I always used to love watching him on WCW. Uh, he just would go and just, like, talk shit about whatever town he was in and talk about the girls and all, all this shit. So I, he was... I loved him growing up as a kid. He was my hero. Boy, this, this one kind of skipped it. But... He referred to his dick one time on National Space Mountain as Space Mountain. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm talking about. I remember all that shit growing up um, watching watching WCW. Yeah, he he was the fucking man. Oh yeah, uh, number four. He had the greatest trilogy of matches ever. Ric Flair had three matches with Ricky the Dragon Steam Mode that probably still stand at as the best three matches matches in a one year span ever. Whenever you get a chance, go out watch this. It's on YouTube. Um, NWA Wrestle War 1989 Ric Flair versus Ricky Steamboat it's it's really fucking good it's a fucking good match especially for the 80s yeah you know you wrestling got, was really really good back then yeah because these guys didn't have you know the the uh, publicity and shit that they have now yeah. and if they weren't sure when they were gonna get if they, if they sucked balls they might not work again yeah you know, you'd be lucky. You know, you you was lucky back in the '80s to to make the deals that you know Hulk Hogan and mm-hmm. Ric Flair and Ultimate Warrior and them had. You was you was very lucky. He was part of the first table spot in wrestling history. After his last match with Steamboat, Ric Flair would hop into a feud with Terry Funk. Immediately after the match, Funk dragged Flair to the table outside and gave him a pile driver on top of it. The move was unplanned and is credited as the one of the launching pads of hardcore wrestling. I love Terry Funk. Funk Terry fucking Funk. Terry fucking Funk. He's like the greasiest like trailer park grandpa is what Terry Funk is. He's like the greasy trailer park grandpa that you really don't want to. That's who I model my life after is Terry (laughs) Funk, actually. You don't want to get into a fist fight with Terry Funk. He and Tracy Smothers. Yeah. Are are who I I model myself after. And like his if you sit there and look, his tights never made sense. 
Who's Terry T- Funk? Terry Funk. I think he just fucking went with whatever was around. Like he was like, oh, fuck it. Today is this color. Yeah, today is this color. I'm just gonna put this on there and put my Terry Funk shirt on. I'm gonna go out there and fuck shit up. Are they talking about his daughter here? Or are they talking about his son? Because his son sucks. Is a terrible. Person. Talking about his daughter. Oh, okay. Talking about his daughter. His offspring is possibly one of the most physically gifted athletes in wrestling. I agree with she that. She is. A very talented wrestler. Yeah, and she, and honestly, at night she's Champions, fucking tall though. She is like she. Ric Flair probably still up to her. I would imagine he does. He <laughs> he has to look up. Hi, honey. Hey, but she she is, and she they actually at Night of Champions between her and Nikki Bella, they had put they put on one of the best matches of the night, which is you know it's a rarity with with Diva Rassel to even get on a pay per view. Yeah, to get yeah, well, not so much. Like as a wrestler though. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And, to, but to you know get the get, to get the to make the best match of the yeah. night, I, I I will argue with that because it was I was entertained the entire match. And one thing that's why I always ask myself when I'm sitting here watching a match because am I entertained watching this? Do I want to watch this? Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? But she is. She is one of, without doubt. She is one of the most gifted athletes yeah, she, in wrestling. She's very talented. And it, it's cool, though, to see the relationship that they have as well. Yeah, you know. It, but David Flair is a fucking terrible, terrible yeah, yeah, person. Yeah, he, he was he was a terrible wrestler. And, uh, oh, there we go. <laughs> Does not want to work with me. Apparently, they just want you to know the, to get to the bottom of the list. Uh, right here. I'm just going to stop <laughs> it right here because, oh, it, okay. He had the most entertaining that bout of musical chairs on national television. What? Yep. Come what on. What did they play musical chairs chairs for? Well, it was on Raw. It's only by the grace of God and Ric Flair himself that this segment is so damn great. It's on the 15th anniversary com- compilation of Monday Night Raw, and it's one of the best parts about the set. This is the equivalent of wrestling a broomstick to greatness. What the fuck is it even about? Musical fucking chairs. God, I thought I had seen some all the stupid shit Raw did back in the day. This is on the 15th anniversary compilation of Monday Night Raw. Wow. Yeah. No, I, I do not remember that. I, I I don't. I think I I vaguely remember it, but I remember him calling his dick Space Mountain. I remember them talking about how they killed a guy. Um, and she, yeah, I don't think they said where they, it happened though, and when it happened in WCW. Uh, and I remember all all the shit. I remember when his son screwed him over. Uh, and the NWO shit and all that. So, like, yeah, Ric Flair played a very important part to my fandom of wrestling. Rick, Ric Flair is the fucking man. Without doubt, he is the fucking man. It, it's just... I, I I don't know. You hear all these stories, and then, you know, they, they took nine... Because Ric Flair was already the man. They took nine, yeah. nine, nine more reasons why, why he is the fucking man. I couldn't imagine how any of those fuckers are still alive that wrestled like during the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. because you know that had to be like just sexed up, drugged up, just a haze. They, That's a rock and roll. You was a rock and roll star yeah. in the 80s. Even if they didn't have the publicity that a lot of people had, they were still rock stars. I think they were able to get away with a lot more back back then because oh, there yeah. wasn't the publicity. There wasn't social media and all this shit that, oh my God, Ric Flair just paid a prostitute to get into his car. If that hap- if he did that shit now, uh-huh. it'd be all over the news and he'd be busted. Yeah. Back then, he could be like, "Fuck it, come here, fuck me." You know what yeah. I mean? Like, not saying Ric Flair fucks prostitutes, but I mean, Ric Flair fucks prostitutes. 
But, you know, it's, there is definitely, there was a lot more freedom back, back in the early 80s, yeah. early 90s. I, I was watching, I don't know, I was watching Ultimate Warrior, and it was his shoot interview on, the, on Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. And he quoted Hulk Hogan saying in the back that a day without dope is like a day without sunshine. Well, oh, that makes sense. I mean, when you rock a skullet and a Fu Manchu, that... And you got the do-rag. Yeah, that makes sense. Your... He called him out on the do-rag, too. May the Ultimate Warrior rest in peace, but he called Hulk Hogan out on the do-rag. What did he say? He told him, he said that you... He called, basically called him a fucking idiot. At, told him that he needed to let the gimmick go. Talking about when he was in court uh, divorcing his wife, I do believe. And he showed up there doing the gimmick. He was dressed like Hulk Hogan. Losing his fucking mind. What, what you I wish you would have pumped up the crowd and did one of those arm... Huh? Like you, I'm going like... to hold you in contempt of court if you do that one more <laughs> fucking time. I would just want to be a fly on the wall. I wanna, I That's would've... what I'm saying. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall. like a, Just a hotel room back back in the late 80s, early 90s when wrestling was fucking king. Yeah. Just seeing what the fuck these guys got away with. I mean, fuck, Jimmy Snuka got away with murder for, like, 30-some years. And, uh, well, he's... And, I mean, he's caught now, but, like... They need to take all the wrestlers that have been kicked out of the Hall of Fame and just kicked out of the WWE altogether that are still alive. <laughs> and I say that because of Chris Benoit. Yeah. And just put them in a the ring to see who wins, and if they win, they get their shit back. <laughs> you can come back from and the And this ain't, this ain't gonna be staged. No, this is gonna be real shit. I want y'all to go in there and fucking I want you to fight head. for your death. Fight for your spot. Most of them be coming out there want, needing hip replacements. Oh, yeah. Yeah, most of them would. They'd be coming out there wanting, uh, needing to have hip replacements. But moving on, NASCAR, the chase. Fuck NASCAR. You know what? My man didn't yeah, make yeah, it. I, I was going to let you know. Your guy didn't make it. He didn't fucking make it. AA, you disappointed me, you son of a bitch. Eric Armarola. Eric Armadillo. Macarena, Macarena, you piece Macarena. Of shit. Who am I but, going with now? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but they fuck NASCAR. They pissed me off. <laughs> but no, it, we it's it. The chase is in full swing. Um, this past weekend, Denny Hamlin had won the race mm-hmm. on old tires and everything. I give it to the kid. All right, he fucking he spun out early in the race, which I really shouldn't call him kid because he's been in NASCAR for like ten years. You go, kid. But I I, I give it to him, and you know, and he's got a fucked up leg right now. You know, he, he's, he's fucked up his leg for like the 15th time, and he's still out there racing. And fucked he, up leg, bad tires. That's destiny right there. Yeah, that was, you know, that that was, it was destined for him to do this. Wasn't there a fight? Wasn't there a little shot yeah, match? Yeah, uh, Kevin Harvick and Jimmy Johnson got into it after the race because uh, Kevin Kevin was trying to block Jimmy. Jimmy had just went around him, and yeah. you know, it really wasn't, it really wasn't Johnson's fault at all. Yeah. Um, he had gotten into it. He he gotten into it with Kevin on the track and cut his tire, and well, Kevin just went flying. And then after the race, they 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 decided to get into a shoving match with each other. See, like I, I like that, but also I just want to see these guys just go at it. Like just oh, let them fight. Oh, you should have seen it last year. Last year there was there was a fight on on TV every other week. That's what I'm saying. Just let them go for it. Yeah, they're badasses that drive NASCAR NASCARs. Fucking let him just Ke- get liquored up and fight afterwards. Keselowski and Gordon got into it last year, and I was sitting there. I was who won? I, Gordon. Really? Yeah. He was pissed because uh, uh, Keselowski had gotten into it with him on the track, and also Keselowski had pissed off a bunch of other people. <laughs> Matt Kenseth was chasing him through the fucking infield. 
after one race. He was fucking chasing him, trying to kick his ass. And Gordon just walks up to him, and just everybody was was gathering around him. Harvick was standing behind Keselowski, and he was like, he's sitting there behind him, just being all sneaky about it. He's like, well, kid, if you want to run your mouth, get in there. And he shoves him towards Gordon. Gordon just started wailing on him. Really? Like, everybody was trying to separate him. He just pulled, like, they, they was trying to pull Gordon away, and he just sunk down and pulled Keselowski with him. And just pop, 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 pop. And, and even, even, and then after, you know, after the uh, the, the flight, they interviewed him in the, in the infield, near in the garage area, and he was sitting there calling him a dipshit and everything. On live, live TV, the guy who was who was supposed to be controlling the sensors, all yeah. right, near, who was supposed to be near that sensor button, he fucking sucked that night because he didn't <laughs> catch that one. Oh, God. Oh, shit, and it's just like a th- two minutes later, then you hear the beat, it's like, oh. It makes you think, um, there was, I think it was last week or the week before, there was a, a guy who was in charge of fireworks. You have one job working at a baseball park if you're in charge of fireworks. That's to let off the fireworks when your team hits a home run. Yeah. Well, the opposing team hit a home run. I think it was the Indian, the Indians field. Um, opposing team hits a home run. They let off the fire, the hometown fireworks. Like the like one of the Indians just hit a, fire, a home run, and so you they just cut to him and he was just sitting there. It was just this old fat guy just sitting there with a hat on his head, just like shaking his head, just like he's like fuck, I I I sucked, I fucked up. I had one job. Uh, really, I, really, you have one job. Yeah, one job to do what what you need to do. And you can't do that? No, get the fuck out of here. I think it'd be a fun job to be a firework man. To be a power technician? Mm-hmm. Um, the lead singer for Rammstein, mm-hmm. who is, a, they're, a Ger- they're a German heavy metal band, and he is a licensed power technician. Sweet. Because apparently they got, there was, they had some trouble on one of their shows, and yeah. somebody got injured, and uh, he said, fuck it, I'm just going to get my fucking license. So he went and got his license. And I mean, they do some amazing shit on their shows. Like he's, they got this one. Um, I can't remember what song they do it to, but it's basically like a metal eagle mm-hmm. suit that he'll put on, and it'll just be. He's got flamethrowers on the end. He'll just light it up. That's cool. It's fucking awesome. Which I'm a heavy metal rock fan, so yeah. I'm sitting there I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so back to NASCAR. If you don't know who's in the chase already. Where the fuck have you been? Yeah, where the fuck have you been? We've already met, you know, we've already went through week uh, one race. We got nine races to go. Um, Jimmy Johnson, Cal Bush, Matt Kansas, Joe Logano, Kevin Harvick, Dale Hart Jr., Kurt Bush, Carl Edwards, Brad Keselowski, Martin Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin, Jamie McMurray, Jeff Gordon, Ryan Newman, Paul Menard, and Clint Boyer round up the top sixteen for this. Denny Hamlin, since he won, he moves on to the the next round, which is the contender. Uh, round of 12. Right now we're on the uh, Challenger round of 16. Um, next race will be at New Hampshire and well, New Hampshire. And uh, basically the track is Martinsville on steroids. Okay. You know, there's there's been a lot of... There, it's it's a very surprising track at, point, at, at certain points. But we got New Hampshire and then, you know, we have the elimination uh, round, which is Dover. We got Dover after that. And then whoever is in the bottom four will get cut off. And then we move on to Charlotte, which is the last night race of the season. Then we go to Kansas, Talladega, which is another elimination race. Bottom four will get cut off. The top eight will move on. Then we got Martinsville, Texas, and Phoenix. Phoenix will be uh, the last elimination round. And the top four from that will move on to Homestead, Miami, to race for the Cup. Sweet. So So who are you picking? Who's your... Playoffs have started. 
Who are you, who are you taking? You who, can't pick Denny Hamlin because he's already in. What, to be in the next round? Yeah, well, like, who do you think's going to win it all? I, I can tell you who I would like to win it well, all. Well, I know who you'd like to win. Who do you think will win? Or you can pick you can pick Gordon if that's your pick. If if Gordon keeps running the way he the way he did this past week at Chicago and except for that shitty fucking restart he's done, he's running good all day. Um, the last restart of the race, he spun his tires, he dropped back after that, which really fucking pissed me off. And um, you know, if Gordon if Gordon can can go to New Hampshire and and above and just bring that intensity every single night day. I, every single race, I think he, I think he's got a good shot at it. I really do. Um, if I had to pick like a dark horse for all of this, really, I would be picking um, Keselowski for the simple fact that he's had his ups and downs all week, all year. Uh-huh. I mean, Penske's been running good, but right now you're everybody's more focused on Hendrick and Joe Gibbs, such as Kyle Busch, Matt Kenseth, and uh, Carl Edwards, but. I would give it. I would give Keselowski a run. Maybe even Joey Gano. You're just know. like Fords. That's what it is. I, I honestly, I'm not Ford that, man. Honestly, I'm not that big of a Ford guy. I am gonna pick Paul Menard. Paul Menard. Paul Menard's going long. He's gonna win. <laughs> win it all. Paul um, Menard's winning the yard. I don't know. You're just throwing that out there. I am. Paul. I'm not throwing it out there. I've got a. I've got a line. Paul Menard. You got do you, do you have an inside guy? I do. I have an inside guy and Paul Menard's gonna win win this next race. Well then. Well then, well then, well then. Bet your house on it. I'm not betting my fucking house on it. <laughs> I'm not. I think I think honestly, I think the part of the aluminum foil is coming off, so the government might be getting to your head right now. Well, you know that maybe that's who's giving it to me, but Paul Menard's gonna win. Put it in the record books. He's winning New Hampshire. He's, He's going on to the challenger round. Okay. Well, we'll we'll see that. Confident, you're confident. Confident in it. Okay. I, I hey, hey. And Paul Menard's gonna win it all. <laughs> Boy, Paul Menard. Hello, I'm Paul Menard from Paul Menard Racing. I'm also sponsored by Menard. <laughs> this is a Menard car. My Menard car. My name is Paul Menard, and I <laughs> I race for Paul Menard Racing. I'm right. I, I would like to give a big thanks to the number twenty seven Menard car. Like give a big thanks to the Menard family. Yeah. Really do a heck of a job. They really do a heck of a job, you know, sponsoring this car. They sponsor me all through racing. All know. through my life. The, but the Menards have been there for me. Yeah, the Menards have always been there for me. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean. Really stand up family, the Menards. I mean, son of a bitch, my last name is Menard. <laughs> if that if that doesn't get get it to you, you know, I'm sorry. Paul Menard, he's taking it all the way. Paul Menard's going to take it all the way. Oh, hell yeah, he is. I don't know. Maybe it's just, it, it's just weird saying Paul Menard. My boy Eric Armadillo didn't do it, so Armadillo, Armadillo, Armadillo. So it's going, it's going Paul Menard. Macarena, 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 Macarena. Moving on to the redneck recipe of the week. Oh, yep, that mouse will not work. <laughs> that mouse does not work. I don't know what I was doing there. I don't know what I'm doing right now. Help me! Help me! Hillbilly housewife. Yeah, hillbillyhousewife.com. I got this from them. It is <laughs> it is a nice tater tot casserole. Uh, you have a prep time of 15 minutes, a cook time of 30 minutes, and a total time of 45 minutes to get to prepare this. It serves four people. Your ingredients are one pound of ground beef, one can of cream of mushroom. Have you ever had cream of mushroom? I don't know. 
I don't, I, I don't know if I have or not. I, I, when when I used to work in supermarkets, I'd, I'd see that. I was like, yeah, maybe I, I, I actually want to try this. Yeah. Yeah, so. Do you like mushrooms, like, in real yeah, life? Yeah. Outside I, their creamy consist- consistency? Yeah, I like mushrooms. I fucking love mushrooms. Molly Moochers. I've never had Molly Moochers. You've never had a Molly Moochers? Never had Molly Moochers. Oh, Molly Moochers are so good. You cook them up real good and nice. Some people, they put them in fire and, and yeah, fry them. Yeah, so good. Moochin. So you go moochin a lot. I, well, sometimes my fat ass can't get out there. because <laughs> Sometimes my friends go moochin and I eat their Molly Moochers. Yeah. Not bad. Then we got a bag of frozen tater tots, uh, shredded cheese of your choice, and preheat the oven to 400 degrees. Here are the instructions for this. So, oh, the, the mouse does not work. I keep going to the mouse. Instructions. Brown the ground beef and drain. Add salt and pepper to taste. Mix in cream of mushroom. Transfer to an 8x8 baking pan and arrange tater tots on top to cover. Bake for 25 minutes. Remove from oven and sprinkle shredded cheese. Place back in the oven till cheese is melted about 5 minutes and then serve it. Then you have tater tot casserole. You can't go wrong with a casserole. Yeah, no. You can't really fucking go wrong with tater tots. My, my brother, he comes up with bonus redneck recipe. My brother, he comes up with some of the most off-the-wall shit. Mm-hmm. I, I taught him how to cook, all right? And he will go into the kitchen. He will, you know, he just grabs shit and puts it together. He came up with a mac and cheese casserole, and it tastes fucking amazing. Like, he'll take he'll take mac and cheese, and, he'll, and uh, he'll, he'll cook the mac and cheese and everything, and then he'll be mixing cornbread, like mm-hmm. Jiffy cornbread. He'll put the mac and cheese into the cornbread, mix it up a little bit more, fry up some sausage, put the sausage in there, mix it up, and then bake it. Huh, that does sound good. Oh, it is fucking good. Like, I was sitting there, I was like, because when he done it, he just put it into a fucking pot and started cooking it. I'm like, what are you doing? He said, here, try this. It's like, that's actually fucking good. He's like, really? It's like, yeah. So, yeah. Mac and cheese casserole. That's a bonus one for you this week because I didn't give to give. I didn't get to give you one last week. Two for the show. Two for the show. Two for one. I'm not gonna lie. I love tater tots. Um, I love dipping them in syrup. Mm-hmm. Fucking delicious that we way. We talked. We talked about this before the before the show. Talk. Fucking delicious. Um, I also talked about some nasty ass shit that I've had experiences with with syrup and ketchup and mustard. That's a really ominous story right there. It's some some nasty ass shit we talked about when I had some syrup and some ketchup. Like you made I some weird homemade lube. I didn't make it. My buddy made it when he was intoxicated, and he took uh, he took syrup, ketchup, and mustard, and he put it all together, and it was fucking disgusting. And he adds it to, to spaghetti, which is even more disgusting. And then I'm sitting there telling him how disgusting what he's fucking doing is. He decides to throw it at me like a fucking ape. Throws it all over my pajama bottoms. I put them in the washer. What kind of pajama bottoms were they? They was those nice fucking plaid ones. Like the was, flannel ones? Yeah, the flannel oh, yeah. ones. They was the nice ones. Fucking ate through them. Ate Holy through shit. those motherfuckers. That's what that did to his stomach. I know. I'm sitting there telling him, I was like, do you know what the fuck you're doing right now? <laughs> really? But hey, we, we, was, we, we was kids. We was stupid as hell. So that's, that's my excuse for it. Even though I'm the one that didn't fucking have it. But anyway, that's the Redneck Recipe of the Week. We have one more segment, segment to go. Which, this is my therapy session. I don't know if it's your therapy session. I know some people have been telling me that they they actually like this ses- session. Yeah. So, here we go. Who you gonna grill?
I'll let you go first. Damn it, I was gonna let you go first. <laughs> who I'm, who am I going to grill? I'm going to grill the accession. On the what? The accession. Um, they're on they're they're on wrestling. Yeah. They're basically a knockoff of the Road Warriors, which is fucking bullshit. Okay. They, Hold on. Are they the guys that wrestle with uh, Stardust? Yeah, that, those guys. Okay. Those fucking bozos. And I, I, I just, I think that you know they come out there with the shoulder pads and everything. I think it's just a fucking rip off, and it's it's basically spitting into the face of one of the greatest tag teams in professional wrestling, the Road Warriors. You know, the Legion of Doom, mm-hmm. and it's just so fuck. It's bullshit. I don't like it. I was a Legion of Doom fan back in the day. I fucking hate it. They got the face paint and everything. No, fuck them. They need to go find their own goddamn gimmick, or WWE creative team needs to fucking pull their head out of their goddamn ass and start giving some of these guys some better fucking gimmicks, because that one is bullshit and it's spitting into the fucking face. Next thing we're gonna have is fucking another Ric Flair or another fucking giant they're gonna bring out there saying he's goddamn fucking Andre the Giant's son again. All right, this fucking bullshit, fucking bullshit. I do not like the accession. I hate the accession. Stardust, actually, I think Stardust is pretty fucking fun. Hey, Stardust is a fucking, he's the man. Yeah, Stardust is the man. The Accession, they fucking suck. And that's my grill of the week. My grill of that, the week? That, that, that's going to be hard to fucking top right that there. That and the WWE creative team. Fuck you guys. You guys suck sometimes. Fucking I, Vince Russo wannabe motherfuckers. Wow. Um. Oh, fuck you, Kirk Sutter. <laughs> That's who I'm grilling out. Uh, Sons of Anarchy was a kick-ass show. Loved it. Fucking bomb-ass show. Bastard Executioner fucking sucks. Seriously? It fucking sucks. It makes me want to just... I wish I was executed by a Bastard Executioner. Damn. Because this show is so fucking shitty. I was wondering if that show was going to be... It's shit. Don't even, don't even wonder. I'll tell you right now. It's shit. It's complete and utter bullshit. It fucking sucks. Um... Yeah, and I know people are going to be like, oh, well, Greasy Rick, you just don't like it because it's a timepiece. No, I fucking love timepieces. I, I love Game of Thrones and yeah, all that you're shit. Gonna say, you're a big Game of Thrones fan. Yeah, it's just, I fucking, I can't, I can't stand it. It fucking sucks. It broke my heart. Fucking I, broke my heart. I, and fuck you, C.J. Anderson. <laughs> fuck you, too. You, you suck as a running back for the Broncos, if you don't know who that is. C.J. Anderson, you suck... You're terrible, and uh, I fucking hate you. But fucking up your fantasy team. He is, you know, and I don't have internet at, at my at, at the El Casa of uh, Greasy Rick, so I got to go down to the library. I got to deal with this old crotchety librarian bitch who's got to let me on the computer and come hovering over my shoulder like a damn ghost and sitting there. Now, boy, don't be doing nothing bad. And I'm like, listen, lady, I'm just here trying to check my fucking fantasy football team. <laughs> damn it! All right, fuck. So, you know, I I got this old hag breathing over my shoulder. I'm sitting there trying to remember my fucking passwords. I don't fucking remember shit. And, you know, it's it's fucking rough. And then I finally get in there after the fucking 12,000th time of fucking, I'm spitting everywhere, of trying to, to, to log in. And she, you know, she's like, oh, your time's up. I'm like, fuck you. Let me just log in. It took me forever. Just give me one more fucking second. Okay? Just go. Leave. Leave me be. Be gone, devil woman. And and so she she you know takes her crotchety ass on across the library to to bitch at somebody else, um, and I get I get him started and he fucking sucks balls so I fucking hate him. C J Anderson, you're no longer 
on my team, so fuck off. I feel like that we just equals. We just fucking equals. <laughs> oh, God, that was great. Oh, shit. Anyway, that's going to do it for us. You can follow me on Twitter at El Jefe Loco. You can follow Greasy Rick on Twitter at GreasyRick.com. <laughs> Greasy that's not even a fucking real site. You can follow me on Twitter at Greasy Rick. It's a guy with a mullet. You'll never, you won't miss it. All right. Um, Go listen to us on the Mopcast Network. If you listen to this on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, comment, and go fucking share it, you fucking idiots. All right. Well, I'm I'm trying not to be that horse. But yeah, go fucking share it. Go tell your friends about it. Go tell everybody about it. All right. Get the word out there about the grill out. We're trying to get our name out there. Um, We've been getting some positive feedback from fans. Uh, you, the guys who, the, the fans who have just stuck with us, you know, for the past couple months after starting this project, you guys are fucking awesome. You know, go find more awesome people to bring on this onto this podcast. You know, do you have an idea for uh, for a redneck recipe of the week? Hit hit me up. Hit, <laughs> <laughs> hit me up on Twitter. Let me know about it. You know, just it might make it on the show. It might not. Who knows. But it's worth a shot. You know, if you're the only motherfucker to do it, then you're definitely going to be on the show. Hit me up on there. Hit up Greasy Rig. Go listen to us on the Mopcast Network. If you have gotten over there to listen to the Mopcast Network, go over there. There's a little bit of everything. There's the, You have Memory Card Radio, which is video game talk. You have Bros, Booze, and Movies, which is movies. I just done one with Scotty White and Eric from the uh, Memory Card Radio about Damnation Alley. It was actually a pretty decent movie, in my opinion. Eric didn't like it. Uh, Scotty liked it. But, hey, get on there and listen to it. It gets great, you know. Memory Card Radio is trying to take over Bros, Booze, and Movies several times during that podcast. It's funnier than hell. Go listen to that. Go listen to the Weekly Mopcast. All right, those guys, they just do random stuff over there. It's 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 very entertaining. And, hey, go listen to the Triple Name Sports Show. All right, they're getting things started up over there again. And that show is fucking awesome, too. I co-host that motherfucker. Go listen to it. And come back next week. See what the fuck else you do. Stay awesome. Stay beautiful. Bye-bye. What you want? What you want? Come, come.